Ahoy! Welcome to episode 24 of Bottom of the Stream. Yes, I can't. I was trying to think of something clever to say about the number 24, but I, don't, I haven't. Is that a Jim Carrey film? Let's keep a Sutherland TV show. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, no, the number 23 is the no, I Jim Carrey by a film. Week. You missed it by a week. I only watched the first series of 24. Really? That, yeah, I never went any further than that. Oh, it's good, you should. Should I? There's a, there's a lot to get through. Ten series. I was going to say you like ten days to get through. No, I haven't got. No, you haven't got, got that. Time. It's good though. I enjoy. I used to enjoy twenty four. Yeah, penultimate episode in series one. Yeah. Crazy. How have we got this far? Nearly six months. That's mad, isn't it? Yeah, it's crazy. It doesn't feel like that's that. so much fun. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And we watched some really. We watched some films. Yeah, some really some good really films. good films and some really awful films. And some other ones in the middle. Yeah. Uh, maybe a worse, <laughs> the worst ones. Anyway, we'll, yeah, maybe so, we can talk about that in a couple of weeks. Yeah, so this is the last bit one episode of season one of Bottom of the Stream. Next yep. week will be the season finale. So make sure you tune in for that. Uh, I'll run, quickly run through the socials so you can keep track of where we are and what we're doing. Um, Twitter is BOTS underscore podcast. Instagram is also BOTS underscore podcast. Facebook.com slash Bottom of the Stream. Uh, email address if you want to get in touch and send us an email is Bottom of the Stream at gmail.com. And the website is www.bottomofthestream.com, where you will find every episode we've recorded so far, and the stream table as it currently stands. Expertly done. Thank you. I'm getting good at it, 24 episodes in. Yeah. <laughs> it's all going to change at some <laughs> point, but here you go. So, how are you this week? Yeah, very good. 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 Been up too much? Um, working hard. Yeah. Living hard. Playing harder. <laughs> oh, <Horrible>. wish. <laughs> I wanted to talk about a podcast. Oh, you know, you, we usually say, "What have we been watching this week?" Yeah, I've been a bit busy, sort of out and about with work and stuff, so okay. I've not I've not done much watching. Yeah, but I have been doing a lot of driving. Right, so it's the best time to listen to a podcast. Yeah, totally, totally. So, um, I've been listening to a drama, Ooh. an audio drama, a drama cast, which I've not finished yet. Yeah, so people, if you go out and listen <laughs> to this, and it ends. Terribly, that is my disclaimer. <laughs> I am only like part way through it, but um, it's a podcast called The White Vault. The White Vault. What is the White Vault? About? And it's kind of a horror mm. type story. And so far, it's got me pretty gripped. Excellent. So basically, it's about a group of it's a geologist and a, a tech guy and a doctor and a security guy right. who go out to fix um, some equipment at a remote outpost in, in the in the Arctic and stuff starts happening to them. Mm. I won't give too much away. And they find stuff. Strange things. Mm. Sounds good. I might have to add it to my list. And as like I say, I'm only part way through, but there's there's two seasons and I've been really impressed so far. Mm, how many episodes? It's got me hooked. Ten in each season. Excellent. How long? One episode? 25 to 40 mm. minutes. Handy, that's a commute. I'll take that. Um, so yeah, check it out. I will check that out. Um, Add that to my list. See what you think. I the White it. Vault. The White Vault. I'll yeah. check it out. Actually, it's blooming warm in here again tonight. Yeah. This boat is hot. It's been a good summer <laughs> for heat. Yeah, if you Not like, so much for recording like sitting podcasts. in podcast recording booths, sweating balls. How about you? You got any... Thing. No, okay, <laughs> not really. Just been living my life as I do, as you do. I've got a bit of a game. Do you want to play that? I've also got a game. You do your game then, and I'll do mine next week. Mine's season finale worth. Oh, sure. Yeah, mine's connected to this film. 
Definitely then. We're <laughs> not doing it any other week, are we? Yeah, I'll do my, we'll postpone mine. Okay. That's a teaser I, for next week's episode. I'm going to play a game. I'll right, see your game and I'll look for you. So, give me a game. What we to, what, what like it, firstly, let's talk about, let's just give a bit of a premise of this film we're, we're looking Ooh, at this week. Pre-intro premise, I like it. Yeah. So, do you want to... Yeah, Win It All is the film we're looking at this week. It is a comedy and it's about a man who gets left a duffel bag of stuff by a guy who's about to head to prison. Yeah. He asks him to look after it and the temptation to look inside it is too much. There's still a lot of money in there and he spends it. Good setup. Yeah, really good, good setup. Good premise. So this film is directed by Joe Swanberg. Yeah. Who also co-wrote this film. Yeah. And he co-wrote it with Jake Johnson. Who is the main guy in this Who film. is the main star of this film. And my game is about other actors who wrote or co-wrote films. Okay. And I'm calling it Writer... Or bullshiter. Oh, I like it. So I get to make another poster. I like <laughs> making them on Twitter. I've got, I've got five people. Yep. And five films. Okay. So this is basically a true or false game. Okay. You ha- I will give you the person in the film, and you tell me yes they are its writer. Yeah. Or no, they're a bullshiter. So have you made them up? They haven't like claimed that they've written this film, and they haven't. There are some truths, okay. and there may be some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Which may or may not be made up. Okay, hit me. I'm excited. So, I've got five, cool. as in the traditional... I'm good with these games. I'm two for two on your game so far, I think. Okay. So, you ready? Yeah. You're sweating already. I'm so You're nervous. <laughs> so hot. First, yeah. person, J.J. Abrams. Okay. Mo- I know him. Movie, Armageddon. Oh, that's pre-Abraham, surely. No, bullshit. Incorrect. Really? He was. He has a writing credit. Wow. I thought he just like, kind of appeared when... Well, I don't know. I, I just assume he appeared when Lost appeared, but I know he did stuff before that. One with me. Yeah, one with you. Okay, you ready for another one? Yep, go for it. Person, Ben yep. Affleck. Okay, I know him. Film, Jurassic Park 3. No way. Real? No. No, not having it. Bullshit. Come on, he wrote Good Will Hunting. I'm sure he can knock out. No. Or at least part of a Jurassic Park film. No, I think I'd know if he did that. You're right. Yes. It's, it's bullshit. Yeah, Jurassic Park's my my boys. What all? Thank you. Where did you come up with Ben Affleck and Jurassic Park from? That's just so random. <laughs> I thought I thought it might throw you. Go on. It has thrown you. Right, next one. Person, James Gunn. Okay. Yep. So famous for Guardians of the Galaxy, Sliver, yep. movie. Scooby Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed. I <laughs> uh, yeah. I've given him that one. Correct. Yeah. He was the writer. Wow. Two one to you. Excellent. Next one. Gone. M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, hates that man with a living passion. Yeah. Movie. It's got to be shit, otherwise he didn't write it. Stuart Little. No. Stuart Little's a great film, he did not write it. M. Night Shyamalan has a writing credit. No way. But there's not a crazy unnecessary twist in Stuart Little. Oh, it turns out he's not really a mouse. <laughs> there you go, to all. Shyamalan. Right, to all. Right, this is crunch time then. Okay. Last one. Steve Gutenberg is the person. Okay. The movie is The Hangover. Wow. Um, I can see it, but I'm not sure. It seems a bit random that you would make it up. Yeah, I would say yes, he did. Steve Gutenberg did not have a right uh, <laughs> on The Hangover. Damn it. So who won it's you? Bullshit. Won? Yes, three. You got three wrong, two right. Damn it. So that's my first loss in one of your <laughs> games, I think. 
Close, good effort. That was good, I enjoyed that. Good effort. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, we should probably... Win it all. Let's start talking about win it all. Okay, so as I said, Win It All is a 2017 film. It is a Netflix original rated at 15. It's on for an hour and 28 minutes and is currently rated at 6.2 on IMDb. Pretty high. High numbers. Stars Jake Johnson as Eddie, uh, Alison Derbez as Eva, and Joe Latrulio as Ron, who is Eddie's brother. Full disclosure yep. before we start. Go on. I'm a massive fan of Jake Johnson and New Girl. Me too. I love New Girl. Absolutely, it's a great, great I think he's a called. really likable guy in most stuff I've seen him in. Yeah. Also, Jonah I, True Love. I'm a huge fan of <laughs> Agreed. Both, they're both great little sitcoms. And so, maybe, before this has started... It's good stuff. I'm quite hopeful. You're excited. I was as well. I was like, I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, as you said, it's directed by Joe Swanberg and was written by Joe Swanberg and Jake Johnson. So, Joe Swanberg is probably most famous for uh, a movie called Drinking Buddies, yeah. which came out three or four years ago, also with Jake Johnson in. Have you seen that? No. Me neither. But it is very highly rated. Really? And I may get to it at some point. Cool. Um, but this style that Swanberg has is this kind of conversational, sort of mumbly, natural, I guess you would call it, yeah. wouldn't you? And that's very much apparent in this movie. Definitely, well. yeah. He plays the everyman. Have you got a one-word review? I've remembered. You haven't. Uh... <laughs> I've got one. Would you like to take it for this week? No, this is you special occasion. Okay, fine. <laughs> Risky. Risky? Yeah. I'm going with montage There's loads of montages in this, but we'll, we'll go. Yeah, I, yeah, I do I as well, but that. we love a montage. I'm not so sure about a film that is basically just one, but we'll go from there. So the film starts, as films tend to do, and this one goes straight into a montage. <laughs> We're starting with one this week. So it is a montage of... Jake Johnson, Eddie doing his job. He's a parking attendant. He's a parking attendant. Parking traffic organiser is yeah. how he describes himself. He's parking cars and just doing his job. That's the montage. We start there. Um, he then heads down into what we've later found out is an underground poker den. Yep. And doesn't leave until the next morning. Yeah. So uh, he goes home via the local shop. Yeah, the guy in the shop um, sort of says, you never pay for your stuff. I can't give you this coffee. I can't give yeah. you this bagel. Because you never pay. You, never pay. you owe me loads of money. Yeah. But he just takes it anyway. You, keep, you just persuade him. He's like, so that's oh. kind of his Eddie's position in life. Yeah. I'll, I'll be back. By the end of the week, I'll pay your promise, is what he says. Uh, he gets home. And we're going straight in. There's a guy sitting at his kitchen table when he yep. gets there. And this guy is Michael, who is a criminal who is about to go to prison. He looks like you wouldn't want to mess with him. I would not mess with him in the slightest. He's a big, hard, scary bastard. Uh, he has a duffel bag on the table with him and he asks Eddie to look after it while he goes away for a while. Yeah. Six to nine months. Yeah. And if he does that and the bag is intact when he gets back, there's 10 grand in it for you. Yeah. You can have $10,000. So obviously, down on his luck, Eddie jumps at this chance. Yeah. This is an easy 10 grand. Just put the duffel bag away for six months, give it back to Michael at the end, 10 grand in your back pocket. No problem. So he does, he accepts. Yeah. Job done. Happy days. Uh, he takes a phone call from his brother, Ron, yep. who sort of says, ah, oh, we never see you, we're worried about you, what are yep. you doing with your life, come around for dinner. Uh, so, Eddie does, he goes yeah, around, goes Ron, around and meets his family, well, he doesn't meet his family, he goes around and sees his family. Yeah, so his brother Ron, Ron's wife and uh, their son, so Eddie's nephew. Yeah, 
So Ron is played by Joe Latrulio. Yep. Couldn't get past him with a beard. No. Bit strange. And a bit too straight as well. It was the straight man, wasn't Compared it? Compared to playing Boyle in yeah. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. 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 It was an odd it took me a while to get used to. Yeah, it. I agree. It was it's hard. And and we get a bit more background here and, and they have a conversation over the table. So basically Eddie has turned down several times and he does so again here the opportunity to join the family business yeah which Ron is running so it used to be their dad's yeah and it's basically a landscape gardening business yeah it's gardeners aren't they and he just says he just, it's not it's not what he wants yeah he's, it's he's, not who he is not he's what he happy to be getting up at seven in the morning after or going to bed at seven yeah, in the morning yeah and getting up after midday yeah and just playing bumming poker around. and bumming around and living his life living his best life they eventually go out and have a bit of a smoke get a bit high together and he goes home. Eddie goes back to the house. And the bag's sitting on the table still. So he can't really resist it. He right. to have a look inside. He opens it. He does. So it's, it's a bit like Jumanji. Because <laughs> it's like calling him and there's drums playing in the background. It was, like, it, was, it was a very Jumanji moment, I thought. It's also a bit like Mary Poppins' bag. Yeah. Because he takes quite a bit of stuff out of it. He does, yeah. So he opens it up. The first thing he pulls out is some rope that's tied in a noose. In a noose, yeah. Yeah. bit... bit. Ominous. Ominous, yeah. Then a mallet comes out. Yeah. And, and then a the, crap load of cable a ties. A lot of cable ties. And then a buttload of money. And some more money. And some more money. A lot of money. A lot of money. And all the way sort of saying, oh dear. Yeah. Very unconvincing. <laughs> all the way through, yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, oh no. So the next scene, we see him with his sponsor, because he's obviously a gambling addict. Yeah because of these poker dens he goes to. And he's come up with a plan. So this one is played by uh, Keegan-Michael Key, yeah. who you may famously know from the comedy <laughs> duo Key and Peele. Yeah. Did you ever watch Fargo, the TV series? Yeah, I watched the first series. Yeah, they were both on that. They were really good. They yeah, they were good on that. that. Yeah, so he makes Jordan Peele's done a little bit better than him, I would have thought. Uh, well, they both pop up and stuff. Yeah, but yeah obviously Jordan Peele is a director of the moment. Character. Yeah. Hollywood's darling at the minute, isn't it? Yeah. So they meet in the diner. Yeah, and he's come up with a plan. Eddie's got this plan. Yeah, and he he tells Gene what it is. Yeah. So Eddie essentially wants to take five hundred dollars only. Yeah. From the bag, gamble that, gamble it, whatever he wins, win enough to make some money. Yeah. And then replace and the five hundred dollars back, keeping the profit. Uh, Gene tries to talk him out of it, venomously, adamant because he's his sponsor for gambling addicts. He's yeah. got to. He's got to talk him out of it. And Eddie eventually, very unconvincingly, agrees to not touch it. Correct. Obviously, he does. He instantly goes home. And the very next scene, yeah. you get a little caption on the screen. Yeah. It says, minus $500. It does. So this happens all the way through. It keeps track of where his money stands. So yeah, he takes $500 and we get another montage, a gambling montage. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot in this. I'm going to go through them all, but there's a lot of gambling. There's a lot of montages. I love a montage. Yeah, but how, to be fair, how else do you make a... No, agreed. Game? No, that's fine. I'm I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying there's a lot of them in They're this one. Yeah. Yeah, and so it does that. It goes for this montage and then the captioner comes up on the screen, $2,148 up. Yeah. So he's he's done. He's won. His yeah. plan's come into fruition. He's Easy. Put his 500... End the film. That's after the $500 has gone back as well. Yeah. So he's, the profit he's made is $2,148. 15 minutes. Yeah. Film done. Film done. Everybody's happy. Goes out to celebrate with his mates... Buy some drinks, buy some ladies some drinks. Yeah, meets a nice girl yeah. and her friends. They're a group of nurses. Yeah. Uh, with Eddie's mates, they have a good time. Yep. They, they sing. do some karaoke. Yeah. Have you ever done karaoke? 
uh, once. I've never done it. By accident. But how do you do it by accident? Well... <laughs> oh no, I've just fallen into this microphone. <laughs> we were on holiday. Yeah. With some of the guys from university and one of my friends. We were all quite drunk. Yeah. We were in Spain. And he got up, decided he wanted to do some karaoke at this bar. And he wanted to do The Power of Love for yeah. Back to the Future. Okay, good choice. And he got up on stage music starts playing and he got halfway through the first verse and realised that it wasn't the song he thought it was <laughs> and they started playing The Power of Love by Ultravox which is a completely different song amazing it's like a really slow ballad yeah and is that the Christmassy one that comes yeah, yeah. you know The Power of Love a voice from a book that's brilliant yeah it's really depressing yeah it's it like, is it's that proper depressing Christmas song. so we all felt really sorry for him just let him go for 30 seconds and then all got up and sort of... Okay, so it was like a group effort. Yeah. So you don't, you've never done it on your own? No. No, not. I'd like, I think I'd, I'd quite like to give it a go. Maybe we should do it. Yeah. We should get some people together and go to a karaoke booth. Yeah. If you're people that hang around with us and you're listening, that's what we want to do, please. <laughs> not the people we know listen to this. <laughs> yeah, so they go and they have this fun night and he meets this girl who is Eva. Yeah. She's a nurse and he decides to walk her home. And he does. It, he just, it's sweet, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, he does. there's no connotations to it he just no. walks her to a door doesn't even go up the garden path just leaves they have a nice path. they have a really sweet conversation about because they want to see each other again they're about to swap telephone numbers and he sort of says oh, just look I'll see you I'd really like to see you again but please let's it's got to be a lunch or later yeah I don't do mornings yeah because she's a nurse and then she says well actually morning's the only time I can do really yeah, I'm on shift yeah, so should, they agreed was, to go for breakfast. It was quite sweet. It was. Yeah. They agreed to go to breakfast at half past seven in the morning. Yeah, so he liked her that much. He's, he's willing prepared to... prepared to get up in the morning. Yeah. Uh, the caption again comes up on the screen after that night out and it says up $1,795. So he spent a bit of money on that night out. Yeah. $200-ish. Fine, still up. Still up, doesn't matter. Not a problem. And then he goes horse racing. Yeah, well, yeah, to the stables. Yeah, he goes heads to the... tips. Talks to the stable boys, as all good gamblers do. Finds out which horses are going to win. Um, he has some good wins to start with. Yeah. And then suddenly... It's another gambling montage. It's a horse racing It's a gambling. horse racing gambling montage. But then suddenly he starts losing. Yeah. And yeah, horse racing montage written here on the script. The script? <laughs> we haven't got a script. You, If you've listened to this podcast, you know we've not got a script. Yeah, so there's a horse racing montage. He's winning some, he's losing more. Um, and then all of a sudden a storm breaks out. Rain stops play. The rain stops play. The horse racing is cancelled. Um, then you see him take some more money out of the bag yeah which is can't be a good sign and he goes back to the poker den and he obviously loses he goes goes back and gets some more money out of the bag which is now in his car and goes back into the poker den and then the caption comes up on the screen minus $21,243 ouch ouchy so he somehow in the space of that one day managed to lose nearly $23,000 yeah He's in the hole big time. It's not there. This is not a good sign for him. So he does go for breakfast with Eva. He, yeah. He holds that date up, even though he's not in a good place. And he meets with his sponsor, Jean, again. Uh, yeah, just it's probably just worth pointing out that at breakfast, Eva reveals she has a seven-year-old yeah. daughter. Little daughter, yeah. Um. Yeah, so he goes up to meet with Jean again after the breakfast and tells him all the money's gone. Jean finds it hilarious. Jean... Because Gene predicted, he says, if you yeah. take $500, or that bag will be empty within three weeks. And he's laughing his ass off because it's yeah. happened within a week. So that tells us our timeline that this has all happened in a week. And Gene finds it hilarious. He does say to Gene, look, 
this is my this is the I am at rock bottom. This is rock bottom for me. I don't know what I'm going to do. I want to start coming back to the gamblers yeah. anonymous meetings. I'm going to get a job. I need help. I'm sort myself out. Yeah, he's literally at rock bottom. Or he thinks he's at rock bottom. So he goes to see his brother after he's spoken to Gene. Um, tells him that he's in debt. He's in the hole for twenty one grand. Yeah, and he asks him for a job. Yeah. And Ron, quite nicely, I thought Ron was quite sweet here. Very reasonable. Very reasonable. He agrees to give him a job. Uh, The job will be seven days a week for six months. Long days. Long days. Long nights. (laughs) (laughs) I found a dark tower there. Um, Yeah, no screw-ups allowed. If he does that and he pays off all of his wages off the debt as much as he can, Ron will pay off the rest of it at the end of the six months, which is perfect. Because that's when they go get out of prison. That's going to work out fine. All he's got to do is stick to this job for six months. Yeah. The problem goes away. Then you get a gum, a gardening montage. A gardening montage. Gardening montage. Um, he goes to a meeting, goes to an AA meeting. No, Gambler's Anonymous meeting. Yeah. GA meeting. Yeah. Um, goes bowling with Eva. Yeah. He's getting his life on track. And he's having fun. He's having fun. He's living, he's being an adult. He's, di- he's, he's finding it difficult to get up in the mornings. Yeah. Before the sun's up. Uh, and the the other gardeners sort of take the piss out of him because he nods off at lunch. Yeah, but it's all a bit montagey again. You, there's no real scenes going on here. No, it's all just little flashes of what's going on in his life. The figure comes up on the screen again, minus nineteen thousand eight hundred twenty. Yeah, so he's paid off some of it. A couple of grand. It goes he's on back. The way. Goes back to the man in the shop. Pays him off. Um, gets a bonus from Ron, a couple of hundred dollars. Goes dancing with Eva. This is all filler. The, do you know what I like though? There was some nice touches in this. I really like the soundtrack in this movie. Yeah, it's got a good soundtrack. When he goes back to the guy in the corner shop, yeah. did you notice what song was playing? No. So it was My Name Is by Eminem. Oh, was it? And he walks into the shop and he gives the, he picks up the coffee or whatever and he gives the, he gives, the, gives yeah. the guy the money and the, the shopkeep gives him a hug yeah. and he, he says, um, oh, thank you, John, or yeah. whatever. And Eddie says, my name, my name is Eddie. <laughs> I hadn't spotted that. But it was nice. That is good. Yeah, I like that. nice little touch. Um, I've got. To, I'm going to admit though, at this point, it's losing me a little bit. It's yeah, strong, really strong start. Nothing's happened for like 20 minutes now. It's just little brief flashes of what's going on yeah. in his life. There's no substance to it. I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to come on to it too early, but I felt like I was just waiting for him to go off the wagon. Yeah, because he knew it was coming. There is a long period of him just. Just living his life. life. It's about 20 minutes by this point. And I've even written here, 20 minutes in, nothing's happened. So it it goes into a lot of detail, uh, which I'm going to just skim over. But he leaves the bar early instead of staying with his mates till closing time. He He goes to yet more GA meetings. Yeah, he takes Eva home and she won't let him in. Yeah, takes her on a a date. He's fine with that. He starts building a relationship with Ron. Uh, He tells Ron that he's falling for Eva. It's all, it's all happening, but yeah. nothing's happening. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like they're telling this story, but it's there's okay, no substance dinner, to she it. She takes him to a like a Mexican yeah. a mariachi band, and they dance, and yeah, uh, yeah, it's all fine. Yeah, so he sits down with Ron, and he tells him that he thinks he's falling for Eva. She's the one that's going to change him, but Ron doesn't take it very well. He tells him to be careful, and he says, "I've heard all this before," um, which Eddie really didn't want to hear because he's like, oh, "This is genuine," but. Ron doesn't believe it because obviously he's heard it before. So Ron says, well, let me meet her. Let me see what she's all about and we'll have dinner together. Yeah. I thought those two had quite good chemistry. Yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah. The 
Jake Johnson and Joe Joe Latrulio. I didn't have an issue with how anyone played their roles in this film. No, but there's there's a real chemistry between those two. Yeah, I really like their relationship. So they do. They go for dinner. They go to Ron's house for dinner. There's a really nice scene where they're just about to walk in, and Eddie says to Eva exactly what Ron's going to say when he gets there because he's quite predictable. He's a businessman. And he comes out and he does exactly what Eddie said he was going to do. I yeah, thought that was quite... She just about yeah. yeah. And the family love her. Yeah. And they think she's amazing. Yeah, it all goes well. She's amazing. She's yeah. a nice woman. She's got a nice life. She's got a good job. Um, they get back in the car afterwards and she says, we've got an hour until the kid comes home with my mum because she lives with her mum and her daughter. And so he speeds off because he yeah. knows what he's getting. What are they doing? They're doing the naughty. Yeah. <laughs> Not said that before. Have I haven't. No, we haven't had any uh, naughty scenes for a while. I've written on here, they have the sex. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know why I've written that. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, but he doesn't stay. He wakes up the next morning in his own bed. Yeah. Because he has about 20 alarm cloth, cl- cloths. 20 alarm clocks going off to get him out of bed because he's not used to getting up in the mornings for work. And his phone's going. And his phone's ringing. Yeah. It's not just the alarm, it's actually ringing. And he's got a call... One of these automated voices comes on saying you want to call cool. from collect call from a prison, and it is Michael. Yeah, and he's getting out. He's getting out in a week. Yeah, good behaviour. So he hasn't got six months anymore. No, um, got eight days. He's got eight days, and shit is about to hit the fan. So he goes to see Ron. Yeah, he's panicking. Eddie is panicking. Yeah, he blatantly outright asks Ron for the money. Yeah, and they have a big argument, and Ron says no. Ron says, no, you're only six weeks into this agreement. Yeah. We said after six, six months. months. Yeah. Ron obviously doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't know the, why, he wants, the why he wants the money. He just thinks he's in debt again. Um, so, no, he, he, ba- he says, no, I'm not bailing you out anymore. Um, then he has a bit of a uh, get-together with his friends. So, this is quite funny. So, yeah. they're trying to throw around ideas of how he can make- Yeah, they're not really taking it seriously. No. They're just having a laugh with it. So, they suggest he could fake his own death and get yeah. out of the get out of town. One of them suggests to take up drug dealing. Yeah, start dealing cocaine. And the barman even says, well, you should just make an app. Yeah, everybody's doing apps that's these what days. everyone's, everyone's <laughs> making an app. So he just, he just gets out, he just gets up and walks out. Yeah. He leaves all his money because they're not taking him seriously. He's in real shit. Um, I, I think the barman even gets, he, when pushed, the barman gets a bit more detail because he's like, well, you're a gardener, why don't you just make, make a tree a, app? Yeah, or yeah, a lawnmower <laughs> app. Or whatever that is. <laughs> One of them in the back, one of his mates in the back, going, "Oh yeah, that'd be a good idea." Yeah, <laughs> I just like those little touches in this. Maybe Chuck. So he goes back. He's drunk. He's drunk. Really drunk. Yeah, he goes to see Jean in the middle of the night. Yeah, and and Jean sort of says, oh, "I'm not talking to you now. My kids are asleep. Yeah, my wife's I've got neighbours yeah. shouting in the street. Let's talk about this in the morning we'll go, at yeah. the meeting. Nothing's going to happen overnight. Yeah, we'll talk about it tomorrow. Jake, Jake." What's his name? Eddie says basically that he needs a plan B. He yeah. needs he needs to be able to figure out what to do. Goes and gets the bag. Yeah. So he doesn't wait until the morning. No. He goes to get the bag and he goes back to the poker den. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the screen says minus twenty seven thousand three hundred dollars. Yes. So he's lost more and he gets booted out. They kick him out of the den and cut him off for two weeks. Yeah. So the den is out of action. Cannot get his money back from them. Um. He goes to coffee. Goes for coffee with Eva. Yeah. But he's really distracted. There's a scene where he's you can't hear what she's saying. You can just hear his head. Yeah, and she has to sort of repeat it, him, yeah. herself. And she has basically said... Come and meet my daughter. Come and meet my daughter at Sunday dinner. Yeah, so she wants to move yeah. this relationship oh, forward. Sorry, dinner on Sunday. Yeah. Not Sunday dinner, because that's... They, do they have that in America? 
Oh, they have dinner on Sundays. Yeah, I know. But Sunday dinner over here means something different, I suppose. Yeah. Sunday, no, no. Di- Sunday dinner here is like... A, a roast. A, a roast dinner. Yeah. Meat, beef. And can you have a chicken. Sunday dinner on a Tuesday? Yes. Can you? Uh, yeah, why not? Because well, it's not the Sunday. Don't come around. <laughs> is, it, is it still called a Sunday dinner Very if you have it on a Tuesday? Uh, yes. Okay. That's... Yeah, it is. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. Okay. I've never really even given that any thought before. Have you ever had one not on a Sunday? Yeah, I've had roast dinners before. On not on a Sunday? Yeah. Yeah, you've had a Sunday dinner then, on a Tuesday. <laughs> You're blowing my mind here, man. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so she invites him around for dinner on a Sunday to meet his daughter. So she wants to move this up to the next level. Yeah. So, which he agrees to do. He goes back to see Jean again. Yeah, at the meeting. At the meeting, yeah, because he has to go to the meeting. And Jean says... Let's go for let's go and grab some food. Let's go and grab some food. Yeah. And then he says to him... Well, I, no, let's go on. I just want to make sure, because I really liked this bit. Okay. So, uh, Eddie sort of says to Jean, you know, I'm an idiot, basically. Yeah. I had this opportunity. I'm in the hole for $27,000, but I actually like having a job. I like having a girlfriend. Yeah, I like being an adult, I think I, he says. Yeah, I, I want to keep them, but I need $27,000. Yeah, before I can start. And then Gene says that he has an idea. Yeah, he says, I'm going to tell you the most ridiculous thing a sponsor's ever told a gambling addict. Yeah. And he says, I know where there's a game I can get you into. Yeah, because it used to be the game he was in. Yeah, it's his old, his old game. But he does say, if you lose, you will have no choice. You will have to leave town. Yeah. You have to just cut your losses in a run. Yeah. He says so, it's high stakes. So basically, if he comes away in the hole even more... He's done. People are going to be after him. Yeah. It's the ultimate gamble. He's gambling his life. Yeah. That's basically what he's doing. It, and I, he's I thought this was really well delivered. Yeah. That scene was good. I'll give you that. Uh, by Gene. Yeah. Probably, so he's he's got to make the ultimate gamble. gamble. Yeah. He's yeah. got to make the ultimate gamble. He's got. He's basically gambling his life. His and relationship Eddie agrees to it pretty quickly. Yeah. He has no choice. He's got no choice. He's got to get this, try and get this money back. So he gets all suited up. He ropes in his mate. He ropes Nick. in his mate to be his bag man. Yeah, he is mate Nick. Yeah. Do you think he looked like a young Sean Penn? He did a little bit. Do you know what his real name is? Do you know what his credit is? What? So the guy who plays Nick. Yeah. Nicky Excitement. What? That's who's Nicky name. Excitement? Who is he? The guy who plays Nick. Yeah, but who is he? What? I don't know. He's got to be he's, something he's to have a name like that. That can't be his real name. Well, Mr. and Mrs. Excitement. <laughs> what called him? <laughs> Wow. I've heard you called that before. <laughs> Not by you. <laughs> um, Nick Nick goes to be his, his bag, bag yeah, man. Yeah, he basically, basically goes it? to make him look because, more... Because Ed, yeah, more. Eddie's decided if they go into this high stakes game, they need to be suited and booted. Yeah, he needs to look like a whale. He needs to be yeah. big, big bollocks. He needs to have a guy who can pass him his money and, yeah. and stuff like that. So he takes Nick with him to be his bag man. And this is this is on the Saturday night, so it's twenty four hours yeah, before he, he's due to go to this. He says that Sunday doesn't he? he says we've got twenty four hours to turn the situation around. Yeah, or he's got a or he's got a get game. Out of town. He's got no choice. So they go into the. It's in like a back of a hardware store. Yeah. in this rich neighbourhood. Um, he says, he's, "Yeah, Nick says." Uh, Eddie says, to "Nick, I don't feel safe. We're in the suburbs. It's yeah. weird out here." <laughs> yeah, he's not used to it. So eventually they get there and they go. He goes to sit down at a table. Yeah. Having been told that the buy-in is five thousand dollars, turns out the buy-in is fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah. And so he goes back to Nick to get ten thousand dollars more and buys himself into the game. So before he's even started, he's another he fifteen is now grand down. Over fifty grand in the hole. Yeah, it comes up on the screen at this point as well. Minus fifty-seven thousand three hundred. 
that's where he's that's where because he cuts away he walks away at one point from the table so he loses the he first loses, few yeah. so he goes few to, hands. they go and stand outside yeah. where they've got to make this decision and that's when it comes up minus 57,300 Eddie is basically deciding do I run now yeah he's, he's basically decided he's like yeah. I've got to run I've got no choice now I'm not gonna I'm not gonna win 60 grand yeah. but then he has a voicemail on his phone and it is from Emma who is Eva's daughter yeah saying that she can't wait to meet him yeah and it changes his mind so he decides he's going to go all in with he the remainder of the money. Yeah, he goes back in. We get a poker montage. Yeah. Another one. Um, this one goes on for quite a while. So I'm going to lay a bit of criticism here. Good. <laughs> I know it's the style of the film yeah. to be a bit sort of... And, and it's filmed all the way through. It's very sort of lo-fi and grainy. There's real grainy filter. Which I quite like. Yeah. The way this was shot, and I don't know if it is because it was yet another montage, this did not... This scene did not feel as high stakes as it should have been. Agreed. Maybe it's because it's the fourth Pokemon montage I've watched. Yeah, Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon Tage. If, if, if this film was this film, but instead of playing poker, he was playing Pokemon Go. Yeah, <laughs> it's called Pokemon Tage. <laughs> oh, I think we're getting delirious. It's this yeah. heat. So you get yeah. Anyway, so that is my criticism. I agree. I agree. It. He never felt. He never felt like he was in any danger. Yeah. And I, I think that's for me that's down to the direction yeah I yeah. I like I say I really like Jake Johnson I didn't have an issue with his performance I just I didn't it didn't come through this the screen to me that this was high stakes no as agreed. all the evidence was telling me agreed. it was there was never any per- it was never in any peril there was no but he was but it just it didn't was. come through it didn't I didn't yeah but there was nothing that. there was nothing physical there you knew that he was in debt for this money but there was never he was never in any like real life danger he even says he could just run away. Do you think we should have had more more scenes substance from from the guy in prison or yeah, possibly or, or his heavies or possibly. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, there was something missing there, and it big style. He was. He just. You never felt like he was in any sort of danger, and you knew it was going to go one way or the other at the end. There was nothing. There was nothing to it. There was no. And I didn't know which way it was going to go. No, but you knew it was going to go one of two ways. But I felt that whichever way it had gone, whether he. he Made it back, or he had to leave town. I don't I didn't feel like I cared enough. Yeah, agreed. It's wow, and I was it disappointed me. Yeah, because I really enjoyed the start of this film, and it falls off a cliff. I, uh, I don't know if that's a bit harsh, but it, I think it, it did. It didn't. I didn't like this anywhere near as much as I thought I would. Agreed. By the end, let's let's get to the end because we're not far away. From no. It. So yeah, you get this long Pokemon montage, and then the screen comes up minus five thousand five hundred. Yeah, we're so ne- nearly there. We, we, he's getting there. And then he wins again. Yeah. There's a big game going on. Six grand on the table and he wins. So he's at zero. I did like this bit. Yeah. So he comes away from the table. Yeah. And he, he comes over to Nick. Yeah. And he says, Nick's saying, cash him out. Cash him Nick, out. Nick's basically done. begging cash him out, to cash, cash out. out. And even now, he's been through all this. Yeah. He's still so quite... I'm on a winning streak. I'm, yeah. I'm going to win. Couple more hands. Couple yeah. more hands. Yeah. And... I really like that, and that that was maybe the only time you sort of sort of started to see a bit of desperation. Yeah, there was that there was that one scene, and Nick's like Nick's begging in the background, yeah. cash him out, cash him out. He's no, no, no. It's quite yeah. tense, and then he collapses. Yeah, Eddie just collapses to the floor because he has a heart attack. Oh, he thinks he's having a heart. attack. He thinks he's having a heart attack. I, it is mentioned later. It's possibly a, a panic, panic attack. attack. Yeah, but but he's not in a good way. No, he gets rushed to hospital, and he wakes up in the hospital. With Ron sitting at his bedside. Yeah. And, and he's he's guilty. He feels guilty straight away, Eddie. So he sort of says, 
So he says to Ron, "This isn't what it looks like. I, yeah. I, I was gambling, but I was doing it for a reason. Yeah. Trust, I'm, it's done. I, yeah. I don't want to lose my job. I, you know, I like working for you. I like my girlfriend." Yeah, Ron tells him not to worry about it. And yeah, they kind of make up a little bit. Then Eddie realizes, Eddie asks what time it is. Yeah, so he kind of realizes that he's going to be late for this and dinner. It's, it's half past six on Sunday night. Yeah, he's got half an hour to get to dinner. Yeah, so Ron agrees to take him. He'll get him out of hospital. And they get there, he turns up, he's 45 minutes late. Yeah. So not good. Uh, Eva's shouting at him through the door. There's all sorts of chaos going on there. He, he tells her he had a heart attack. Yeah. Which she believes, even though it was that He day. doesn't really know. He doesn't know, but he, that's what he tells her and she believes him straight away. Yeah, but he's still got the hospital band yeah. around his wrist. He's got a heart attack that day. You're not yeah. going to be there that night. Well, he says, doesn't he, I've still got, I've got to go back for tests and yeah. blah, blah, blah. But I basically but anyway, talks my way out. That's how he convinces her to uh, let him in to meet the family. And he meets the family. He meets Emma. It's really sweet. Yeah, and the meets, film ends. Meets mum. And the Don't film they? just ends. Yeah. Just there. Just stops. And the, the credits roll as, as they're settling down for dinner. Yeah. Did you watch a little bit more? Yeah. Good. I'm paranoid <laughs> now that you'll miss I don't, So am I. And that's why I watch, like, I watch credits now until the trailer for the next thing comes on. Yes. Yeah. Netflix cuts them off. Yeah, so there is a there is a post credit scene of Michael and he's one of his goons who's out of prison now counting the money. And he they've counted it a couple of times and he's 400 pound over yeah so gambling's a good thing that works <laughs> and Michael asks he says to his guy well count it again why are we 400 yeah how can we be 400 dollars over but then, then it cuts and oh which was a nice little it needed uh, it, it, it palate cleanser it needed it because that it needed an ending because it didn't get one so I sense I didn't leave this film in a good place okay because I did not enjoy that ending it, it felt really abrupt that it just cut there for me. I didn't mind that. That I, it ended I, there. I, I didn't because mind. Because you, you weren't going to get a resolution other than this relationship is a work in progress between them. It, didn't, yeah, it wasn't that that I wanted the, the, I wanted the, to know what happened with the money. And I know I got that in that post credit scene, but I wanted more of that. Okay. I was happy with how their relationship ended, or him and Eva and Eddie. My main gripe with this film is that it's considered as a comedy. It's got two great comedy actors in it. And it's not funny. It's not a comedy film. I would say it's more... It's, it's going it's a, for more sweet than laugh there's out no loud. There's no jokes in it. Not really. No, it's, it's, no, but it's, but when you see those two guys on a cast list, just from who they are, yeah. you're going to you're gonna think, I'm going to get a silly comedy. Yeah. That's exactly what I thought I was getting. Yeah, it's not that. And I didn't get that. And so why cast people like that if you're not going to do that sort of thing? But the the humour and is in the relationships, isn't it? It's in the... the the, I didn't see. I didn't get any humour. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm not. <laughs> I've got to try and defend it a bit. Do, do it. I, didn't, I didn't think. It was, I didn't hate it. What I'm, saying is, <laughs> what I'm saying is. What I'm saying is the hu- the humour's in what they're going for is the humour being in the relationship. So it's when uh, Eddie is talking to his mates in the pub. It's just it's trying to do that sort of these are just normal everyday people you, talking about normal everyday things. Do you think this film's a comedy more than anything else? It's not a drama. I don't think it's a drama because it's not. I've just been. I've just spent five minutes saying how I don't think it's dramatic enough or high stakes. It enough isn't. For... It isn't. It isn't dramatic at all. But it isn't funny. There's nothing funny. There's no. I didn't laugh once in it. I genuinely don't think it's a comedy film. But this is is going for that sort of like Little Miss Sunshine, Garden State type sweet. Yeah. Are they comedies? You know what I mean? Yeah. They're, but. That's the sort of thing. That's the sort of film it wants to be. I don't think it knows what it wants to be. 
Okay. I genuinely don't. I, you casting people... Them, those two guys are known as zany comedy, comedy characters. Comedy? Comedy characters. And then they... Why, I understand why Jake Johnson's casting it, obviously. He wrote it. I just don't... That's not... It's, it's not a him film. He's not, he's not turning up to play Nick from... No, I know he's not. But I get that. But like I said a minute ago, if you see those two guys on a cast... Anybody who goes to watch this film sees those two guys on this cast list. They, they know what they think they're getting and they're not getting. And whether that, whether I've typecast them both or not. But you get like, I already mentioned Little Miss Sunshine. There's loads of stuff that like Steve Carell has done yeah. where he play, he's Agreed. doing this sort of, Agreed. like not wacky stuff, but, but then, subtle. But then the film's build is a comedy. Yeah. So well, it's, it's a comedy more it's than not, it's anything I don't, else. I don't think it more is. Than anything, more than it's anything else. What is it more than a comedy then? It's no, nothing. It's not a drama. It's nothing. It's nothing. It isn't about anything. It's not funny. It's not dramatic. I, didn't, I really didn't like it. Okay. I just really didn't. I was expecting to really enjoy it because of that cast, and I didn't. I wasn't as down as you. I, I was I was disappointed in it. I didn't like the It ending. wasn't what I expected. It but I pretty quickly got into, oh, this is what it is. Yeah. But even then, it wasn't that. <laughs> <laughs> there's too much of... There's a great big chunk in the middle of it when nothing happens. Yeah. No, that's fair. And then there's never any peril. There's, you always know he's going to come out of it one way or the other. There's just no story there. And it's a genuinely good synopsis and a good premise for a film. Badly done. That's, that's where I'm going with it. That's what I think. I'm quite... I don't mean to be so angry about it, but I don't agree. I don't think it was any good. Yeah, oh, I thought it was fine. I didn't... I'm, I'm not massively up on it. I thought... Like I say, I like the performance. I find... I, think I thought the chemistry was between all of the characters was really... Yeah, Jake Johnson's really watchable... Yeah. It was fine. Yeah, I'm not saying it was like... No, you're, not, you're allowed not to like it. I don't like it. I, I don't like it as a film, but I'm not saying it's terrible. Yeah. And it's nowhere near the worst film we've seen. Yeah. But I just... It didn't do anything for me. And like I you really say, wanted it to. Like be. you say, when, when this came up, you had quite high hopes. I did. I was excited yeah. for it because of who's in it. And I think that's going to put a lot of people off it. That's going to make this interesting. Yeah. Let's go into the stream table. It's the last but one film that's going in this stream table. Yeah. So, <laughs> where's it going? Um, I think we're going to be miles apart on this. Just... Yeah, there's a, there's one film in here which this, I think, is similar to. Yeah. And in hindsight, I will talk about this more in a couple of weeks, I think we may have rated it a bit highly. Okay. And I think I know what you mean. Are we talking when we first met? No. Oh, okay. What are you talking Higher about? Higher than that. Oh. I I thought this was similar to going way back. Uh, I think we're alone now. The Peter Dinklage. Okay. In that it had that similar sort of vibe. Low. Sort of lo-fi. Low man. Not too much was happening. Yeah. So I'd be tempted to put it around then, there, but I didn't enjoy it more than Don't Kill It, which is the next one down. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd be tempted to put this... 11th. After Don't Kill It. Yeah. Oh, wow. I want to put this in 14th. Right, okay. Because, yeah, I do. I think Wish Upon, I know you really didn't like Wish Upon. No. But it, I think it's better than that. Okay. I think Wish Upon has more of a story to it. It's not a good film, don't get me wrong. It's just, Bottom of the World is Above Wish Upon is better. 
when we first met is definitely better because they're very similar films. It's Netflix original family-friendly comedy. Yeah, they're two comedies. Don't Kill It is definitely better. They're two comedies that are nothing like each other. Yeah, they are, yeah. Right, I, so I will give you a counter-offer. Okay. Don't Kill It is definitely better. It has to go yeah, below Don't Kill Yeah, it. fine. I, I'm not having it that this is worse than Wish Upon. Wow. But I would drop it down to just above that. So you're willing to go to... So I would give up three places. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to have to accept that, aren't I? So it goes between... Because I really didn't like Wish Upon. No, no, you didn't. So it goes between Bottom of the World and Wish Upon. Yeah, I'd, I'd, in thirteen, I would concede a couple of places to it for it. Okay, so it's halfway down the list. Yeah, I, I think, think that's, that's fair. I mean, fair. I'd I'd like it to be slightly lower, but we we're going to have to come to, to this. Is why we changed. This is why we're ending the stream table because it's too difficult. <laughs> it's too long. <laughs> it's too long. There's twenty films in it. Just about manageable. Yeah. Okay. So we're putting it in thirteenth. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Just below, between bottom of the world and wish upon. Yeah. I think that's fair. I genuinely do. Okay. Deal. You're not happy. I can see it angry. No, that's fine. I, I'd have had it a couple higher, but that this is more of a me film than a you film. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Which is disappointing because I, I don't do comedies like you'd say, but there are certain people in comedy that I enjoy. Yeah. And I would say both of those people are people I enjoy. But they just didn't, they weren't funny. But it, it was a bit below what I yeah. was hoping. I was hoping it'd be re- a lot higher. Okay, so 13th. Yeah. Which leaves us with one last job. Yeah. We have to pick the final film of season one. Yeah. Because next week is the finale. Finale. Are we ready? Yeah, let's do it. Okie dokie. I'm going to make the noise. Oh, it's exciting. This is the last one. Yeah. Last one of season one. We get, we're going into the difficult second season. <laughs> we don't turn out our heroes. Oh, that was a terrible second season. Garbage. Garbage. Right, here is the noise for your final film of season one of Bottom of the Stream. The Lazarus Effect. I have no idea what that is. Nor do I. Let's have a look. I'm googling. Okay, The Lazarus Effect is a 2015 film. It's a 15. It's on for an hour and 23 minutes. And it's a horror mystery sci-fi film. Okay. According to IMDb. Spread that net wide. The synopsis says, a group of medical researchers discover a way to bring dead patients back to life. Okay. Interesting. Do you want to watch the trailer? Yep. started with the Lazarus serum. The goal here is simple, to bring someone back from the dead. That one in three, two, one. No effect. Maybe if we up the dosage and next time if we up the dosage. <laughs> <laughs> oh you are playing God with a bunch of dead animals. If we're gonna be asking big questions, we have to be ready for the answers. Too much neural activity. What the hell is going on here? We're gonna duplicate the experiment. In three, two, one. Zoe, she's been electrocuted. Clear? I'm not gonna lose her. You're talking to bringing someone back from the dead. No, no. <laughs> Zoe. 
You okay? I think something's wrong. You've just been through a traumatic experience. You need to let your body heal. What? It's not Zoe in there. I went somewhere. That was a dream. No, it was hell. Zoe, we can help you. It's too late for that. You have no idea what you've done. But you will. Yeah. What we said a few weeks ago, we want to try and find a good horror film as like a sub search on yeah. the bottom of the stream. Do you think we'll find one there? It looks all right. The jury's out. Let's see. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, so do I. So, yeah, next week is, as we've said, the season finale of Bottom of the Stream. So make sure you tune in and see how this whole stream table ends up. Cheers. Thanks. Bye. Bye.